Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, I want you to make me a promise right now. You're going to make today your best day. That's right. I want you to make that promise. I want to remind you that an apple a day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. And another thing, the famous apple shops are now open. So when you're over there, check out Famous Apple Shop. While you're tripping around the web, make sure you stop by famousapple.com forward slash group. That brings you to an Apple a Day Facebook page, Living with a Disability. There's a lot going on over there. There's people over there answering questions, asking questions, chatting with each other. We've had a rush on memberships. How come you haven't been there yet? You got to get over there. Check it out. Make some new friends. Well, today is a big day for us here at Annapolis Day. We're starting our new program. We're starting two episodes a week. And we have our new featured host, Erin Fernandez, that vegan disabled gal. And she's hosting a show on Annapolis Day called Vegan Talk. And let me tell you something. I found out some information on her first show, which is coming up, that I didn't know. (laughs) Like, what's the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan? You'll find out today. What cookie, what cookie is vegan? Now, I loved these cookies growing up. I loved them as an adult. Unfortunately, I'm a diabetic, but I still sneak them every so often. When I was a kid, I used to dunk them in root beer. Love them, love them, love them, love them. But I just found out today that they're vegan. So also there's a there's a, there was always a debate. I always had this this image in my head that vegans and hunters wouldn't get along. But you'll be you'll be surprised to find out that that may not be so true. There's a lot of myths about vegans. I know in my head I always had this picture in my head of people walking around in in hemp clothes and carrying pottery plates and eating lettuce and grass and, you know, twigs, (laughs) bark off of trees. That, in my head, that was a vegan. And in talking to Aaron, I found out I am so wrong. And it, you have to, you have to get rid of those pictures in your head, open your mind and listen to what she has to say. Now, I want to say this before we even start. We are not doctors. We are not lawyers. We're not nutritionalists. We're the same as you. We're people with disabilities, and we're discussing different types of lifestyles and stuff like that. And these are just suggestions. Now, before you make any changes in your lifestyle, you should talk to your doctor first, okay? Make sure, because that's important. Your health comes first. So before you make 
any changes in your lifestyle, talk to your doctor. But I do want to I do want to let you know that there are other lifestyles out there which may be better for you. They may be more healthy for you. It may not be for you. You never know until you look into it. Now, this isn't a fad. This is not a fad. This isn't like an Atkins diet or Weight Watchers or something. This is actually behavior modification. This is totally a, a revamp of your lifestyle. So listen to Erin. Listen to what she has to say. And this isn't just a one-day thing. This is going to be a regular part of an apple a day on Wednesdays each week. And it's going to be different, different topics each week. Here's something to keep in mind. As people on Social Security disability, we have limited incomes. Even if you're not interested in being a vegan, the good thing about this part of the program is Aaron's going to be giving us different recipes. Now, how many times have you gone to your refrigerator, looked in your refrigerator and said, uh-oh, I have really nothing in the house for dinner. But you always have in your refrigerator, I don't care who you are, you always have vegetables in the freezer. I know I do. You always have some kind of vegetables in the, in the pantry in cans. Well, Aaron's going to be giving you recipes that you can make with these vegetables that it's not going to be bland like can of string beans boiled. It's not going to be that. She has recipes that, believe me, she's told some of them. And again, I hate to use the same old line, but it's enough to make a fat man sin. And I'm not a Volkswagen with shoes. Trust me. I'm not a big, big guy, but I'm big enough that I like to eat. So if you're like me and you like to eat, listen to these recipes. And you might find out it's less expensive to eat the way she's cooking than it is to go out. It's definitely less expensive to buy vegetables than it is to buy steak. It's less expensive to buy vegetables than it is to go out and buy uh, pork chops or prime rib or whatever. So this could be a boom for you as far as saving money. Even if you don't do it every day of the week, maybe if you cut down on meat two or three days a week and cook some of these recipes that Erin's that going to share with you. You, may, you never know. You may be saving money by doing this. So I'm not going to keep on harping on this. I want to introduce you to Erin Fernandez. Uh, today is just a get-together just to introduce herself to you and a little talk, a little you know, interaction here. And I want to let you know, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want to confront Erin and put her in the hot seat. Maybe ask her questions. Maybe you have a different view about vegans. At the end of Erin's segment, she's going to tell you how to be on the podcast with us. So listen to the whole segment. And if you want to be on the podcast, you could be on the podcast too. All right. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and let's get together with Erin Fernandez, the vegan disabled gal. starting her first segment here on an apple a day and she's going to tell you all about what it is to be a vegan now today she's going to tell you her story how she became a vegan what made her turn 
What made her leave steak and potatoes for nuts and berries? So, <laughs> without further ado, hello, Erin. And hello, welcome, everyone. Sorry. Welcome to your segment. Have at Hello, it. everyone. Last time your friend told me I talked too much, so I'm not talking oh. anymore. No, 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 you don't talk too much. Um, definitely. Hello and thank you everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I first wanted to just, veganism is not about being perfect, but it's about being honest with yourself and doing the very best you can. That's what it is for me. I try every day to do the very best I can. Um, and also veganism is about empathy and being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes or something else's shoes. Another animal, animals have thoughts, feelings, compassion, just like us. So I just want to just to quickly say that, you know, and that is I'm going to tell my story. So when I first became vegan, we, it was 40 years ago, and we were watching documentaries on Netflix. And uh, we had heard about juicing. It was, it was during the juicing phase. I know, Jamie, you had talked about juicing last week on the the um, website. Mm -hmm. So um, and so we watched Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, and that has got us into thinking about what we 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 were eating and putting into our bodies. So then we watched Cowspiracy, and then we watched What the Health, and then we watched Earthlings, and that was what made us really go vegan because Earthlings is it's a documentary that is very it shows truly what happens to the animals. And I love my dog, Toby. Many of you may know, if you follow my page, that vegan disabled gal, that I have an old man, dog, Toby. He's, in, he's 16, almost 17 years old. And I cannot imagine eating him. And these animals were just like him. I looked into their eyes in the same way I would look into their eyes, you know. So that is what really made me, having him and thinking about the cruelty and the abuse, and I couldn't do it anymore. So what we did is my boyfriend and I, four years ago, we um, went vegan overnight. We just got rid of all our meat products. We had pork, we had tons of stuff, and like chicken, whatever. We gave it all away to a, a friend who was never going to go vegan, never was interested in, be in being vegan, uh, so the food would not be wasted. Because, again, these animals died, so may as well give them to someone that would use it, is what I was thinking. Then we just started cooking. We just started making. We started having a lot of salads, a lot of dough things, because we were new, just learning. You know, not really having any recipe ideas. But what we did, Jamie, my boyfriend, loves to cook. He, he's Italian, so... He just made his favorites, but without the meat, without the cheese. And so, again, we had a lot, lot of vegan calzones, vegan pizzas, uh, spinach pies, and things, things like that. And now we have branched out to, after four years later, a lot more like seitan, tofu things, a lot more stuff, like just different products. Um, and you'll find that if you like a product, there's so much out there these days, so many vegan options for cheese, meat, dairy products. There's almost a vegan alternative for everything. So it's really nice. We are very lucky in this day and age. It's almost like the year of the vegan, I guess to say, you know. And we're, we're very lucky because there's so many replacements. How did, no. how did, excuse me. 
How does how does an Italian go vegan? I I don't know. And it is it for I think we're just watching those videos and having the empathy. I, I don't know. It's just like we just couldn't do it anymore. And what I'm still working on is trying to make sure all my products that I buy, like for my hair and makeup, are cruelty free, cruelty free and vegan because. I found out, this is something I just found out, I've been four years vegan now, and I just found this out, that cruelty-free does not necessarily mean vegan. So when you know you see the bun rabbit on that, the, the, um, your products that you always look for the bunny rabbit for cruelty-free, the logo, it right. does not mean it's vegan. It just means it's not tested on it at all. So if you truly want it to be vegan, so I've, I, I was buying all cruelty-free things, so... I was not buying vegan things, but again, I'll be honest with you, they're a little more expensive. So I can buy water wash this cruelty free for four dollars, and the vegan one is eight dollars. So I'm sorry, I'm on disability. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm doing the best I can, and if I can buy vegan items, I will buy them. But you know, it's it's you do. We all do what we can do. I'm honest with myself, and I say I'm doing the best I can. And um, this is the best I can do. Maybe some people can only be vegetarian. That's the best I can do. So it's, should we shame them for that? You know, it's that's the they're being honest with themselves and truly doing the best they can. What is the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan? Good question. So a vegan does not use any animal products at all, and as a vegetarian, will usually consume eggs and dairy, and most people think, oh, oh, being vegetarian, it's not, it's not bad at all. I can totally do that. I can still add the eggs and cheese. But uh, the egg industry and the dairy industry is so horrific. The cows, the baby, like, baby male cows, bob, bobbies, the little calves, are usually sent to slaughter and taken away right away when they're born. Like, they still have in uterus, like, prop on them in there, basically torn out of the mother's mother cows and stolen away. And uh, the, the cows lament for them for hours, weeks, days. They moan. They move all over the place for them. They're really sad. And um, it's, it's just horrible. And then the female the female cows, if they're if a female is born, they, they're, t- again, taken away, the same thing. But they are kept and um, that they, they suffer the same fate as the, their female, the mom, is. So basically, they live a life of torture and suffering. So dairy is, like, you know, the whole slogan, dairy is scary. It's, dairy is really scary. It is no matter, I mean, maybe there's some farm in the middle of nowhere that treats their cows amazing, but they still end up with the same fate. They still end up, the bull cows end up being slaughtered for a veal, like days old, and then the female cows end up producing milk. And humans were not supposed to drink milk. We we are lactose. Most people are lactose intolerant, and with so many other options out there, there's coconut milk, almond milk, soy milk. So there's so much. Yeah, but isn't no, isn't coconut milk and soy milk and almond milk? Well, isn't that kind of like new in the last few years? Um, it is, but it's but it's become popular in the last years but i know that i've been drinking soy milk since before my stroke so that was 10 years ago 
so no twelve twelve years ago. It's just not because it's a healthier option. Yeah, but the, do you? All right, now this may be a silly question because I I don't no, know. No, no, nothing, nothing silly, nothing I, silly. I don't know, but do you? Are you able to get calcium from soy milk or almond milk that you would get from regular milk? I I believe so. I I want to say yes because I I don't have a paper right in front of me of the the facts and nutrition information, but I believe you get calcium from. I'm not sure exactly. Um, but I know that you can get calcium. You don't. We don't need as much calcium. There, kale has calcium. Spinach has calcium in it. There's more calcium in spinach and kale than there is in milk. Really? But, yeah, yeah. Thirty-five percent of calcium is in is in soy milk and almond milk. Almond milk. Now, I I just my assistant just came over and told me thirty-five percent. Well, that's cheap. Again, I'm I, I'm legally blind, so I can't. Yeah. I got to get my Siri out now. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Here's here's another thing. Now I'm a diabetic. Okay. And I have to have a certain amount of protein. Yeah. As a diabetic. Oh. So. Protein. Yeah. But, no one ever. But as it, I have to have a certain amount of protein in my diet yeah. as a diabetic. So what happens then? Protein. The majority of Americans get too much protein overall um, as a whole. And there's tons of protein in, in uh, uh, Beyond Burgers. Beyond Burgers have 40% of your protein, daily protein in one burger. Um, and um, there's tons of protein in nuts, broccoli, mushrooms. There's protein in everything we eat. But we are so conditioned for protein to be in meat and dairy and cheese. It's like we have to break out of our societal norms. It's like it's, and I even thought the same thing too. And uh, Jamie, when he first, we were going vegan, he was like very much adamant about getting protein. And I was like, we are getting enough protein. We don't need as much as we think. We Americans get on average, we get, I think, I believe it's something I'm, I'm trying to think of. We eat 85 pounds of beef a year or something like that. Really? Which is insane. Yeah. It's insane. And again, don't quote me on that because it's that's, and I was reading some research on different studies from different years. So, but at one point, we're eating 85 pounds of beef. Wow. I don't see. Now, in all honesty, uh, in, in our house, we don't. Because ever yeah. since that mad cow disease stuff, yes, yes, my my wife does not eat beef at all. Yes, everything is yeah. chicken, yeah, turkey or um, ground turkey mostly. Yeah, uh, but no no beef, no beef. I'm yeah, very rare. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I eat seafood. Yeah, yeah. Now I yeah. take it you don't eat seafood. No, no, no seafood, no seafood. I do have a, there is some seafood alternatives I bought. Uh, I've bought some vegan tuna fish um, and I've had that before. And I'm going to buy, uh, there's some vegan shrimp or vegan fish products, but I have not purchased that yet. So I've not tried yet. So I can't say anything about it. But the vegan tuna, it, it was, it's really good. It tastes just like tuna to me. And you put it in with a, um, a little vegan mayonnaise and you know seasoning, a little lemon, a little pepper, a little dill. It's really good. And you can also make um, vegan tuna sandwiches from uh, chickpeas. So it's just like really learning how to cook again. What and, do and learning how? 
What do they make vegan tuna out of? Um, it, I believe it's some soy protein. I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to look at the back of the the, the label. Wow. So I've never heard but, of that. Yep. It's I've... it's it comes just in a can, can of tuna can. It looks exactly like a can of tuna, and I believe the name the brand name is. Oh gosh, I forget. That's the, the peril of being legally blind. I can't read anything. So. <laughs> Uh, what what did he call no. it? Bumble lettuce? I yeah, I know. <laughs> Bumble lettuce, yeah. No, so, but it's it, it, it's good. And it's just, it's about thinking, changing your thinking of eating. And so we we honestly had no problems with it, with the change. Like, and honestly, after you stop eating something, for like, I think it's to say that 30 days, you don't crave it anymore. Right. So it, like, the cheese and the eggs and things like that. We had no problem, but obviously seeing the videos and, and uh, seeing all the cow pus and the cheese and things like that, it's, it turns you off, so it makes you realize you don't really want to eat it, you know. So I admit, I do, I used to love cheese. I used to love, I, I would have bread and cheese just for dinner one day, you know, so <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I loved having a cheese plate. I loved getting all the fancy cheeses, goat cheese and all you know, Habardi, Gouda, Cheddar, you know, whatever it was, but it's just not something I do anymore. And, uh, but although they do have some really great vegan alternatives, they're coming up with a lot of ones. They're, most of the vegan cheeses are made with cashew. So really? It's, yeah. Yeah. And they taste really good. It's like, it's, and I don't eat them all the time because again, you know, they're kind of more a process, you know, so I tend to eat more um, just natural food, like vegetables and beans and rice and things like that. Mm -hmm. But you can get like the Yum Burger, the Impossible Burger, things like that. Um, some vegans will not eat the Impossible Burger. I have not had it yet, but um, I've not decided if I will eat it because they do do animal testing on it um, before they release it. So there's a little qualm, there's a little look up fighting over whether it's truly vegan that's your own personal dis discretion you know so right but um yeah so but for me it's, it's been easy and because and everything is made and jamie is such an amazing cook he makes his like what he used to love to eat as a meat eater and he just makes it vegan now so where we use meat replacement products or cheese replacement products um the only one thing that he did make was which was kind of like, eh, was a, um, a, a too much cheese. Because with the vegan products, less is more. So he loaded it like he would, and normally it's such chasm with, you know, cheese and sausage and all the stuff, and it was gross because <laughs> it was too much. So less is more. It was with all the vegan cheeses, and it's with all the sausage. A little goes a long way. Is that and so it... Is that true for all vegan stuff? Um, I think most stuff. I I think I I have found with the cheese cheeses and things like that. Um, less is more. You just sprinkle a little cheese, like you know how traditional nachos are made. You know, right. you raw glop the cheese on. But we make nachos now, and we put a little bit of cheese, and then we put some you know black beans and you know salsa, whatever we, we want. Um. And it, less cheese is, is better because it, it's too much cheese. It's like just doesn't, the pull is not as good 
and some Jesus are really good, but they, it's like the, the the one we got. I believe it's follow your heart. Yeah. Which is it's good, but it's if you grab it all on, it's not going to be like nachos. When you pull your hand up, it's not going to do that snap back that pull, you know. So, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be like that. So, but and and also, I just want to mention that there's no cholesterol in a vegan diet. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. What, what the cholesterol is? What about no cholesterol? What about sodium? Um, very low sodium. I mean, unless you are eating eating so the processed foods, the the more processed stuff, like is the Beyond Burgers. I'm not exactly sure how much sodium is in the Beyond Burgers, but I believe it is less. Um, I'm looking it up to my assistant to see if they can provide some insight <laughs> for me. Um, ask me about Ask him about carbohydrates too. When he's at it. Oh yeah, carb carbs. I I know the vegan diet is lower in carbs, but there's some things because there's carbs because I, I know that Jamie's doing vegan keto, which is very limiting and very hard. So he's doing a lot of avocado. I'm sorry, what? Seventeen percent of carbs are in the, the Beyond Burger. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, are sodium are in the Beyond Burger. Well. Seven, no, I'm sorry, seven grams. I can't hear him. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, making this hard for me, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but yes, but it's it's just overall. I mean, and it is when anything you would eat, you would not eat burgers every single day, like real burgers. Right. You don't. I don't eat the Beyond Burger every single day. I have it every once in a while. I think the last time I had it was maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah. Well, you you, know, you don't eat hamburgers every day. Uh, uh, yeah. When you you know. When you're not yeah. vegan. Yeah. So you wouldn't eat that every day. So it's a variety diet, you know. Right. So one day, yeah. So you just, just to, it is, it is much healthier. That There's no cholesterol, um, low, lower sodium. is with sodium. Is with, there's plenty of vegan. I love my vegan split pea soup. And, uh, but I'm sure there's sodium in that, you know. So I'm sure, but, you know, but it is less. You just can pick and choose what you and a lot of things we do is we home cook. So Jamie makes everything fresh, fresh. And that, of course, is always better. So you can I, control how much salt you're putting. And I got to tell you something. And this, this might sound disgusting. <laughs> when I was a kid, and I'm talking about I, I was like six years old, I cannot eat peas and carrots. Yeah? I can, oh, cannot. I can't stand the smell of it. I can't stand the way it looks, and it's all because of my grandfather. Oh. My grandfather was a wonderful man. I loved him dearly, but he had a very sick sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting at the dinner table, and I was the first male child in my family. Yeah. So he was, you know, he was like the cool grandpa, and he, he leaned over to me at the dinner table. And he says to me, your mother's a slob. I'm oh, like, gosh. I was like, what? He says, your mother's a slob. I said, what do you mean, Grandpa? <laughs> My mother's a slob. Yeah. He, he says, she cooks carrots and peas in the same pot. Oh. I said, what? And, you know, to a six-year-old child, all I could yeah. imagine is my mother cooking carrots and peeing in the same pot. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, and peeing in the same... <laughs> to this day, I cannot eat peas and carrots. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh gosh. Oh, uh, just the thought, the thought of that. Not even separate. Yeah. I can't eat them. I can't. I can't stand the smell. <laughs> My wife will tell you she made peas and carrots when we were first married. Yeah. I no no no. I can't. Eat nope. Them. No, thank you. No, but it. I know it's sick, but it's just. Well, luckily, there's a ton more vegetables out there than just peas and carrots. Yeah. yeah so this. Yeah. No, no one yep. can understand how I can't eat that. I'll. Brussels sprouts, I love Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah, sprouts. I love oh, Brussels sprouts. I can eat the whole package. I can sit down, yep. you know, beets, love beets. Yeah, beets, yeah. You know, uh, I, can eat, I can eat chickpeas, I can eat, but yeah. gr green peas and carrots, no. Yeah, nope, thank you. People Just a eat vivid carrots. memory. Yeah, no, I, I used to get sick when I watched Bugs Bunny eating carrots. Oh, <laughs> I, my gosh, wow. I, I, <laughs> But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Just when you said you like split pea soup. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's right. you were traumatized. So. <laughs> the exorcist. It made me sick. It didn't scare yes. me. It just made me sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. So, but where was I? I uh, I'm sorry. About... See, I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have kept my oh, mouth no, shut. Oh, no, no. It's okay. So, but uh, more, and I just. I, I feel better, like, and again, depend, obviously, some people think of veganism as a diet. Yes, it is a diet, like your, like, meal plan, like, like, like a, I eat, like, your daily diet is a fruits and vegetables and things like that. But, like, it's not like a diet, like, losing weight diet. It's like a change of lifestyle. And that's what it is for me. It's, it is, it's like, I I'm not being vegan for a couple months or a couple years, and then to lose a couple pounds, and then I'm gonna go back to eating, you know, cheese doodles. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? So it's more. Sorry. I'm sorry. Did you? Did you see that you lost weight, or, or Jamie? Did he lose weight being vegan? Yes. Did he? He he has lost some weight being vegan, but he is a different. Um, he is he has an undiagnosed autoimmune disease uh -huh. and which he can't lose weight desperately he's like it's like he was on uh prednisone and things like that and it screwed up his metabolism yep. so he is yeah you know about that so <laughs> so he feels like like some of the, when he says he's vegan he feels i mean i don't want to speak in a term for him but he said it a little bit to me like but he feels ashamed not ashamed but he feels like everyone looks at him like you're vegan, you're a fat vegan, you know, <laughs> because you know that's it. Yeah. And but me, I I've lost weight. I um, I think I've since being vegan, I've lost maybe ten pounds. Really? Um, but that's a that's a before you process. Uh -huh. And granted, and granted, I have lost the majority of my weight the past month or two because I can't chew and I can't eat. Oh so yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm stuck. I had my tooth pulled. I was recently. just going to say congratulations. I yes. I so, but I'm still eating mush. I'm still eating mush. You still can't chew. No. So I get, I get a bit gaping, gaping hole in my mouth. So. <laughs> I seen you when you were all drugged up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, so, but it, it, you can lose weight. But for me, it's, and some people even gain weight because they are, well, As some people call 
Yeah, because you you can eat all vegan food. Potato strips are vegan. Potatoes are vegan. You know, it's so you can gain pasta is oh, vegan. Yeah. So you can gain weight being vegan. And a lot of the vegan things like like the Beyond Burgers and Oreos are vegan. So a lot of the foods people are thinking are vegan are not that good for you. They're still junk food, you know. <laughs> so it's like junk food, junk food. I we some of us call them. I call my friend a junk food vegan because. He is vegan, but he, he loves eating possible burger. He loves all the processed food, and which is fine if that's the only option, you know. But it's it's more about, but he's then he has no issue with with weight. So you know, in the long run, he, maybe it's gonna not gonna be so healthy for him. So, but I try to be a whole food, plant based vegan, and if you can, it's about what you can do. Some people live in food deserts, so they don't have access to fresh fruit and vegetables and I'm very lucky we live in the we live in the country and there's little farmers markets everywhere mm-hmm. and uh, we can get you know fresh produce things like that so but other people maybe can maybe they can you know get canned vegetables and things like that but that's where I say do the best you can and just you know like if you can just and some people are they're still living with the parents and like my stepdaughter Emily she's she's younger she's very she does not eat pig anymore because she knows I love pigs and things like that so she will not eat them but you know she still eats chicken and fish because that's what her mother makes mm-hmm. so she's living at home she's 16 you know so that's you know she can't really you know do anything about it you know so it's like not until you can and you're on your own, can you really make a decision? Or can, or unless your parents are, are on, you know, are making the decision with you or for you, so in some ways. Now, what did, that, that, that's, that's good that you brought that up because that, that was another question I had for you. What did your family think when you... Oh, gosh. Uh, my family, well, my stepmother, I've always been kind of a vegetarian. I, I'm not really eating a lot of red meat and things like that. So, but my stepmother was vegan, turned vegan maybe, gosh, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But my father was still a big, huge meat eater. So I remember going over for Thanksgiving. This was about six years ago or seven years ago. And she would made a big stuffed, like a squash and things like that. It would fill with recipe love and weed bulgur and things like that. And we still had a turkey. And so I had a little turkey and I had a little of her thing as well too. But I had did not make the connection. It was not she didn't tell me she wasn't she didn't inform me. Not that it was her job to inform me, but she didn't talk about why she was vegan, you know, what what the, the animal rights aspect of it, the, the issues. So I just thought, okay. And coming from someone I've in my history as that's another podcast we're gonna talk about. It's a, I have a history of an eating disorder. So I I've been always food for me. It's been always like I want to be a good girl and eat what I'm given. So I was pleased. So someone says, "Oh, eat the turkey, eat the turkey." I'm like, "Oh, and like, oh yes, yes, you know." So the guy said, "It's like I want to be a good girl, you know." So so um, but my family, I'm sorry, I'm digressing. So but my family, our family, like really thought they would just work kind of weird with the first holiday, first Christmas we went to. No one knew was what we could eat. They would be giving us uh, like like fried ravioli <laughs> and and uh, fried in butter that's not vegan and oil 
and cheese and I'm like, oh, this has no meat in it, and I'm like, no, but it has cheese. So they didn't really understand. Now people are kind of understanding a little bit more, but still, it's hard going to uh, social events sure. and things like that because, again, unless I know the people, like you know, I know I don't think like my uh, mother-in-law would cook meat for me and things like that, or, or say, oh, well, yeah, it's vegan and not vegan, but, you know, so it's like, but unless I know where I'm going and know the restaurant, I don't kind of trust it, because it's like, it's like one, for, um, for instance, like, um, last week, they came over a visit, and they brought chip cookies, and they were vegan, and she said they were, but they tasted so good, I was, are you sure these are vegan? <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to eat it, because I did I I just know it was like so weird, you know. So that's a terrible but, thing. If it tastes good, you, it's like when you're yeah. on a diet. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. Diet food but, tastes good. You know, it's not yeah, diet. Yeah. So, but but the the Beyond Burgers and things like that. Some of the vegan products out there are really really good. Like it's really there are some. No longer is the the tofurkeys, the the old school tofurkeys that you get in the seventies. It's like the all. Everything's so good. So <laughs> it's great. It's such a different lifestyle. Yeah. And you know what's weird? I I asked this on the on the web page too. Is it a fad? Is it, yeah. You know, is like the pet rock was a fad. Yeah. <laughs> is this is is it a fad? But I'm hearing from so many people that they're they're really they're really changing over. So many people are changing over. And it's a health it's a health decision that they're making. Yes. And I've been ever since ever since you and I started talking about it, I've been doing a lot of reading and I'm finding conflicting conflicting, <laughs> conflicting views on it. Yeah. And uh you know, some people say it, it's not healthy, other people say it's the way to go. Yeah. And I, I I had an appointment with my doctor last week, my endocrinologist. Yeah. And I was as, I was asking her about it, and she says, "Well, as a diabetic, you need some protein in your diet." And yeah. you know, I don't know. It's and it's not like it's not like being a vegan is something new. New. It's yeah. It's been around for years, but yeah. that, I never knew the difference. I never. Well, I never thought to ask the yes. difference. Yeah. The difference between a vegetarian and a vegan. I always thought, yeah. to be honest, that they were the same thing. Yes, yeah. And well, and uh, you said you asked your doctor. Um, doctors don't know anything about nutrition unless they specifically go to a doctor, like a nutritionist. Even then, they a doctors are given like six hours of nutrition information to when they become doctors. I don't quote me on that, but it's something like insane, insanely small like that. So they they don't even know. So um, and again, it's all for it's your personal. You you have a lot of health issues. So maybe for you it's not the way to go. But you can do the best you can. So but in just to find that out. So well, um, I know I went to one doctor in Pennsylvania when I was living in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And this this lady here and she I loved her. I loved her. She was into holistic medicine though. Yes. And she had a, a, another doctor that he was really into holistic medicine. And he wanted to put me on this thing with, with nuts. And, you know, he said it was good for, you, good for your diet and eat 
yeah. these certain type of nuts. And then he also had this thing about anger issues that he <laughs> said he said I had. <laughs> he wanted me to go and go to this retreat that was out in the woods up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and. I don't know. I just pictured going out in the woods and screaming and beating drums. And I just said, no, yeah. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. But he had this thing about eating nuts, certain nuts. And, yeah. you know, and replace, replacing certain foods. And I, it just made my head spin. Yeah. Well, it is, it is a lot of information. Even myself, when you asked me to go on, you called me the vegan expert. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not a vegan. Like, I'm still learning myself, so I don't know. And again, being legally blind, I can't like, uh, like access the information. It's not like I have crib sheets right by my notepad. So, well, it, compared to me, you're the vegan expert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that, but at least I'll tell you why if I don't know something. So, right, yeah. exactly. And what I, the whole idea with with you being on the podcast is that. I want I want uh, I want to open other people's eyes to it. it. This this is in no way saying that vegan is the way to go or vegan is not the way to go. This is yeah. sharing information to people yeah. that you know. It's to share information with people who don't know about it. Yes, yeah. Like, I'll say like awareness is key. Awareness for everything. Awareness of disabilities. Awareness of you know social norms. Worship awareness of culture is the key. So everything. So everything, and that's what this whole podcast is about. We're not experts. We're not doctors. Yeah. We're not lawyers. Yeah. We're just here to yeah. throw out ideas, and yeah. we're all disabled. We all have yeah. problems. Yeah. We're not disabled. I'm sorry. I keep on saying that we're not disabled. We're just people that have disabilities. Yes. Yes. We're differently it's abled. Differently <laughs> abled. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no such thing as a disabled person. I'm sorry. I don't care what's wrong with you. Yeah. You're not disabled. You just have a disability. Yeah, I have. I have some issue. I, you know, I can, you know. Other, um, than, other than that, you're no different than a left-handed person. Yeah. You yep. know? Well, we all have different. We all have a different story. Everyone has a story. Everyone, exactly. whether they're, they're yeah, marathon runners, they have a story, you know, they, this just happens to be ours, so. Exactly. Now, right before we came on here today, I yeah. got a message on the message board. There's a young fellow in uh, upstate New York, Rochester, New York. He's autistic, and he started this YouTube channel, and I have some friends up in Rochester, uh, Sid and Tamara. And they have a podcast. It's called Rethinking Business Success, nice. Success Sauce and Two Pickle. Yes. <laughs> and they, they're on they're on the webpage. And they also have a radio show. So they met this young man. He has, like I said, autism. And he just started this YouTube channel. And he he's all excited about it. And he asked yeah. them, he asked them if they could go on his, uh, if he could go on their show. And he did for 15 minutes, and he told about his YouTube channel. He's trying to get listeners and yeah. viewers. And so then we, just before we came on, I was talking with them. You'd see, you'll see it on the page if you go on there. Yeah. So I said, oh, you know, tell him he can come on with us, too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like that. And again, 
It's just disabled people, people with disabilities, helping other people with disabilities. Yes. And that's what we're all about here. And that's what you're doing. You're opening the eyes to people who may have thought about veganism. Yeah. Or heard about it and had maybe they had, you know, views like me that they they don't know about it. And, you know, you sometimes I, like Trump used to say, fake news, fake news. Yeah, 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 so yeah. You're giving them the straight news now. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to be doing that for the next, I don't know, 100 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> on your weeks, three on your weeks. Yeah, you're, you're gonna no. be a, you're gonna be an apple by the time you're done. Yeah, Aaron Apple. Yeah, Aaron Apple. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so. it, I appreciate. I I really appreciate you coming on and, sh and and sharing this information because it's it's important because people are yeah. sitting home and at the same time and uh, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Not that being a vegan is less expensive or anything like that, or cheaper. Or, yeah. But sometimes people have to have to decide because buying meat product all the time can be very expensive. Yes. Yeah. And you might find that in your freezer or your refrigerator, you have yeah. a lot more vegetables than you do. Yes. Meat products and. Yeah. The recipes that you you've been talking about, you know, that you're going to bring out during this yep. can help people get by yeah yeah there's lots of and and also it's it's it, it's cheaper to buy rice and beans and than it is to buy a steak right and exactly it's, you know so and it, you throw some rice and beans throw some seasoning and you know just eat you know eat a plain but when people think of vegan they think of carrot sticks you know they think yeah. of just like a lettuce piece of lettuce on the plate and that's it you know that's not it. You have to use your imagination and get very creative. And that's and not the, sorry. No, I was, was going to say that's what you're here to show everybody. Yeah, and another aspect to uh, about being disabled is that being vegan for me, I feel like I'm doing something. I can't do a lot physically, you know. Mm -hmm. So I can at least do this. I can help spread awareness, and I can I can help see help be a little speck in the piece of saving our environment. Maybe, hopefully, like, the amount of gas and carbon emissions and things like that from cows, and it's crazy. It's, it's not, I'm sorry, um, CO2, things like that. It's the factory farming. It, it's, I'm just, I'm going off on a tangent, but the future of the world is vegan because it's like, if we don't change our ways, we are going to have a food desert and we are not going to be able to feed these animals that we're killing and to, to, to and so we can use the grain to feed us, you know. So it's like we're killing animals to, we're feeding these animals grain, tons of grain that was soy and things like that. Then we're killing them and then we're eating their bodies. So why don't we just eat the soy from the original place? So just take it at the first source um and but it's it just it's just people's mindsets you know and even i myself had to change my thinking had to be like oh oh okay that's that's just this is not there's a better way you know not 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 a wrong way but there's a better way you know and so it's just like we we back in the day thought slavery thought like thought that prejudice was no, okay, but no, we, we now know it's not, you know, we now know it's not the way to go, not the way to be, so. We're evolving. I, I'm sorry, what? 
we're evolving. Oh, yes, yes, we are. We are like Star Trek. Do you know that in Star Trek, the next generation, no, no one eats meat? They all eat, eat simulated food. They what? Eat simulated food from the simulators, Star Trek, the next generation. Okay. Um, the, the, no one eat, they don't eat meat. They progress across that barbaric, they say, they, they progress across that barbaric rituals. So they don't eat meat, everything is simulated. They, you know, in the simulators, they make the food and things like that. I'm, I'm really nerding myself out here, so. Can I, can I just tell you something? What? That's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. No, but I'm saying it, it's the it's the way of the future. Oh, it's okay. The way of it's the, the future, you know. All right. So. I know it's a, I know it's a TV show. Oh. So. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. So. That, that, no, you're right. It, 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 we got to do something. Yeah. We, we definitely have to do something. But now here's the flip side, though. And yeah. now I grew up, my father was a hunter. Yeah. yeah my, my whole family were hunters. And um, there was a thing. And I used to wonder, I was, I was always on the, on the fence about it. Because I, I didn't like to kill something unless it hurt me first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, rather kill, I'd rather kill somebody than something. Yeah, yeah. If it hurt me first or my family. And, but... I learned that for population management of wildlife, hunting yeah. was a necessary evil. Yeah. Because it was either hunt them or they would starve to death. Yeah, they would have. I, I honestly, I don't know the information on that topic, but I, I do know like there is there is a fine balance between hunting and and uh, you know population control versus just killing animals, and murdering. You know. Well. Um, one thing I was taught by my father was you never kill anything unless you were going to eat it. You didn't just yeah. go out oh, yes, yes. And, and kill something and then just leave it there. They're, that's cruelty. And you never yes, go out yes. bow and arrow hunting because that's just cruelty. Yes. But, you know, it was done with a purpose and there was a purpose for it. You know, it wasn't just, he, my father wasn't a sports uh, sports hunter. It yeah. was, yeah. you went, you you did what you did, and then it would be used, or yeah. you would donate it, you know, to a a, a a shelter or something like that. But it was never just to go out for the sake of killing. Yeah, and that, uh, it was just something we were taught at a young age. That, that's that's your father was a very smart man because that, unfortunately most people don't do that these days. I'm sure there are some is that just you know. They hunt you need like in, in indigenous people. I'm not going to look down on them for that's their culture. That's what they do. Like that's you know they using all the feed. You know, so it's not like the, oh you need to go vegan. You know so no. Uh, um, I st I stopped hunting many 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 years yeah. ago. I have I haven't I haven't picked up a rifle against an animal. I can't tell you yeah. how long. Well yeah, but. Like I said, I could pick it up against the human if they hurt somebody. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I too. <laughs> without, I can see him in, but never get seen in them also. Without a doubt. Yeah. But, um, no, but I haven't, I haven't gone hunting in I don't know how many years. Yeah. But, uh, but that was just something that we learned. And my father was an avid hunter. And uh, so, so was my brother-in-law's and my brother's-in-law. And my brother, my, I think my brother still does it. I don't know. I don't have yeah. that much contact with him. But uh, yeah. 
I not a sports. I was never a, a sports hunter or something like that. Yeah, never took any picture with a dead deer hanging. On no, 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 <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Yeah, no. I've taken pictures of deer. I would rather yes, shoot a yeah. deer. I'd rather shoot a deer with a camera. Yes, that's yes. I'd rather shoot any animal with a camera than yeah. to shoot them with a gun. I, I have plenty of those pictures. But yeah. No, I've never I've never stood next to a deer yeah. hanging from a tree or something. Yeah. That's what I like think there's a fine line between everything and it's you have to do what is right for you. And some people like may go hunting for the family because they live in the middle of nowhere and that's what they do. That's what they what they get the meat that's from. That's how they survive. That. Yeah, that's how they survive. But there's others who the grocery store it's two minutes down the street, and they're going, you know, and they're like, oh, I need to go hunting because I need to feed my family. And no, you don't, you know. <laughs> you, you want you, know, you want to go hunting. You just want to kill things, you know. That's like the guy, so, the guy that says he caught his first turkey, shot yeah. it, and scared the hell out of everybody in the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's like the guy that lives in Manhattan. He loads up his car yeah, with his yeah. guns and everything and drives out the yes. country. No, I, yeah, I, I don't understand that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fine line. And it just, it just, I'm just hoping to share some education and awareness. And because, look, we all can use a little, little of that these days. We all can use some compassion, some empathy, and to put ourselves in the shoes of another person or animal or just think of how it is to be them there that they, they have the same pigs are like four year children they're taller they have the intelligence of toddler so would you eat your toddler would you torment your your baby like it's so it's okay it's just it's mind-boggling like, and like in in um china they eat dogs i know we <laughs> we think that's unheard of but yeah. them it's normal they have the whole festival I just, for it in the summer. I just don't understand. I have two dogs and a cat. Yes. So it's the same things for me. It's like I wouldn't eat Toby, my dog, so I'm not going to eat a pig. No. And, you know, so it's just that's how it's, it takes a long time to make the connection. Like I said, I only made the connection four years ago. So it's it takes a long time to you get to a point where you're like, oh. I get it, and in one day you just get it. One day it's like an epiphany, it just kind of happens, you know. And and it, it it is easier to go to go vegan with somebody else. Like Jamie, I we're both partners with with vegan together, so I, I don't have him cooking a steak in the background, and I'm grossed out, and you know, and he's not making separate foods. So we're eating together, we're making meals together come up with recipes we want to make or try together so it's like a it's a connection i so. think anything is easy when you have a partner doing it with yeah you, you want to go on yeah. weight watches you yeah. want to go, go on a diet let's do it together yeah exactly anything is easy yeah. when you have a partner and that's cool yeah that's really cool when you're doing it by yourself you feel like you're out in the left field yes yeah so so but and the only time it's like when we do good family events it's 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 a little harder, but by now it's been four years, they know, and my brother and sister-in-law are both vegetarians, so it's very easy to make something vegan, so it's, you know, they're vegetarians already, so they, it's very easy 
to just omit the cheese or dairy from something, you know, or make or make a, a vegan lasagna. Or often we will bring our own food. So Jamie, cause Jamie loves to cook, so he'll bring something that he loves to make. So that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, well. So, but I'd like to invite others to share their vegan story. If anyone wants to share it on the website or on on the on the that that vegan disabled gal page share your story like what it was like for you when you first became vegan i know i'm rumbling on and on so but i know we all have different experiences we all have different stories to tell was it hard did you find it hard did you find you couldn't give up something or worse did you have a family member like trying to start track you or you know or to kind of t- trying to stop touch you like when you go on a diet and find you cookies and things like that so but <laughs> Yeah, I invite everyone to share your story because I'm sure I'm not the only one out there like me. So, and one other thing, how would you like to come on to the podcast and ask Erin a question yourself? What you need to do is send us an email at you can send it at admin at famousapple.com. Send us an email with your information, I'll contact you beforehand, and what we'll do is we'll set up a date and time. For you to come on with us and on we're doing the taping and you can come on the podcast with us and you can ask Aaron the questions and have the conversation with Aaron. You can put me on the hot seat. You yeah, put her on the hot seat. Ask her. Yeah. Say how come I, I, you don't want to eat animals but you'll eat a head of lettuce. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You won't ask, and again, you, you won't eat anything with a face, but you'll eat a head. Go ahead, ask her. Yeah, why. yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm not a, an expert, I, and I'm really nervous even still while I'm talking. So I yeah. promise you, as we get along uh, more into it, I will get talk slower. Uh, I will get less nervous. So. Yeah, listen to her. Her <laughs> voice is shaking. I know. <laughs> she, uh, she's doing uh, fine, but make her nervous. Call in. <laughs> well, you call us. <laughs> You send us the email, we'll call you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, get be part of the podcast. Let's make this a whole community. And you got something to say? Say it right on the podcast. Yeah. Be part of it. Be part of it. We're going to make this a regular weekly thing. There's going to be two episodes of the podcast every week. There's going to be the episode on Wednesday with Erin Fernandez. Yeah. And she's yeah. going to talk about... We're going to have, it's not going to be like this every week. She's going to start sharing vegan recipes and different activities with vegans. And you're going to, you're going to really enjoy this. And if she decides to quit, you're really going to mess up. (laughs) (laughs) But no, this is going to, this is really going to be positive. And I want you all to be part of the podcast also. So if you have something to say and you want to say it on the podcast, Again, send an email to admin at famousapple.com and join in the fun here. It's a barrel of monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the links in the show notes. Last time I messed up Erin's Facebook page. Okay. I have it right this time. Okay. It'll be <laughs> it'll be in the show notes so you can Write her on her page, or you can write her on Living with a Disability page. And yeah. make sure you stop by famousapple.com. So, 
thank you. Thanks a lot for being here with Erin today. And Erin, thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank everyone. And, I, I appreciate it for listening to me babble. So. <laughs> and listen, she didn't mumble this time. And for Erin's friend that said, I talked too much last time and I didn't let her talk. <laughs> and you know who you are. <laughs> because it's so funny. I can't believe some said that. I'll, I'll, you'll know who it is because I'm going on the webpage and I'm putting an X right underneath her name. Oh God. <laughs> but it was it was a great time today and okay. I really appreciate it. appreciate you being on and I shall talk to you more during the week I think. Okay, excellent. Yes, thank you so much. Thank we'll you. We'll see you soon. All right. Hey, I want to thank you very much for being here for the premiere of our new program. And I'd like to know what you think. So let us know. You can either drop us a line at admin at famousapple.com. Go over to the website at famousapple.com forward slash group and let us know there. Or you can come on the podcast and let us know what you think. I'd like to thank Erin Fernandes for all her hard work this week. And she's going to be back again next week and the week after and the week after and the week after. <laughs> I want to thank you all. Without you, this podcast wouldn't be. And I want to remind you something, my friends. No matter what, no matter what, things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So no matter what, things can always be worse. Remember that, my friends. Hey, you've been listening to an Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. I'll talk to you again later on in the week for the second episode of an Apple a Day. Have a good one, my friends. Thanks for listening to an Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.